Hello, hello, my loves. Welcome back to How to Be a Better Person. Thank you so much for tuning in because I know it's been several hundred years since I've recorded a new episode for y'all. I hope you guys are doing well and having a good year so far. I did get a handful of emails during this time checking in on me, and I appreciate the push. I didn't obviously know that I was planning on taking time off, but sometimes it just be like that. Any people are uncomfortable with the idea that we can have an off-season and still be doing our best, the same as we would if we were in an on-season. Bears will hibernate in the winter, and they emerge in the spring no less a bear than before. So I suppose I look at the last six months or so as an off-season, which leads us into today's topic, pouring into your own cup and not being sorry for it. It's been a major theme in my life for the last year or so, and today we're going to talk about what it means to truly honor yourself just as much, if not more, than you honor the people in your life that you love. If you've been following along with my podcast since I started it, most of you will probably already know my story, but either way, before we get down to it, I'll give you a little backstory on why this has been such an important lesson for me to learn. So I spent a really long time, a really big portion of my life, being an enormous people pleaser. I grew up a first-generation American to Middle Eastern parents who always pushed me to do my best, and that's not exactly a bad thing, but it's just that their idea of me doing my best was more so me upholding to their standards. So I can't tell you how many times in my life I felt not good enough, not skinny enough, not accomplished enough, not traditional enough. I've never even been to jail, and I always felt like the black sheep of my family, the odd duck out. (laughs) I grew up feeling like I wasn't the child that my parents had hoped for, and it's kind of a really shitty feeling for a child to grow up having. Like, there's a bar set for you that not only will you never reach no matter what you do, but it's a bar you don't even really want to (laughs) reach. I'm not gonna lie, I stopped caring pretty quickly about whether or not my parents actually liked me as a person and I did things the way that I wanted to do instead of the way that they wanted me to do pretty early on but unfortunately I feel like that trait of wanting to feel good enough carried on into my personal relationships so then I became the friend that could always be counted on the ride or die the person that people called for favors because they knew that I would come through I got taken advantage of a lot in relationships and I was always doing things that I probably wouldn't have decided to do on my own, but I just wanted to keep the peace (laughs) and I was going above and beyond for people that I cared about because I wanted to make them happy and also feel loved by them. It's kind of (laughs) like you think people have the same heart as you do, so you hope they'll do the same for you when the tables turn, but... It leads to honoring the relationship that you have with a person instead of honoring yourself. I feel like this often gets looked at as being selfish, and that word has a really negative connotation to it. And it wasn't until I read Happy to Be Here by Maud Sun in 2016 that I was opened up to the possibility that maybe being selfish isn't such a bad thing after all. (laughs) And this is obviously not me saying that it's bad to be selfless or to put others' needs ahead of your own. Especially if you're a parent, I know you're like, sacrifice is my whole jam, what do you mean? (laughs) I know that, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that the biggest game changer in your personal growth journey is when you honor your needs equally. That's it. 
It's the easiest thing to do, but people have such a hard time doing it because they feel guilty or whatever. But honestly, the happiest I have ever been is when I focused on making sure that my cup was full. And then when it was so full that it was overflowing, then I poured into another. If you're not actively focused on refilling your own cup, what happens when you run empty? Then what? You can't be so focused on taking care of everybody else that you're not taking care of yourself because then you end up with nothing to give but resentment and bitterness. So if you've been wondering where I've been all year or what I've been doing, (laughs) I've been pouring into my own cup. I finally finished the two-year basic counseling program that I was doing back in July and I was left with so much free time I didn't know what to do with myself. It felt like the first real summer vacation that I had in a while, and I was still working part-time and with my one-on-one clients, but I also was enjoying just existing without feeling like I had to check a billion things off my to-do list every day. A lot of the work that I was doing was inner work, and if you listen to my last episode, you'll probably be pretty understanding of why that was necessary. Sometimes in our journey of becoming a better person, we get into this mode of learning and doing all the things, right? We're picking up all the self-help books and we're reading all the articles and doing the research. And obviously I think that's awesome and important. It's great to want to dive in and do the workbooks, but you also have to leave room for integration and to absorb and process everything that's coming in, right? Because if you are learning all the things, but you're not putting them into practice, then... I'm sorry to say it, but from where I'm sitting, it's going in one ear, not the other. As a life coach, I can't talk all this talk if I'm not walking the walk for you guys. It's important for me to live and breathe what I talk to y'all about. And sometimes that's why I'm quiet and I don't create content or I don't record a new podcast because I have no desire to create something that isn't authentic or to force out something that I don't resonate with. As an individual, if I become self-aware of a pattern, it's my responsibility to respond differently. If I set a boundary with someone, it's my responsibility to reinforce that boundary. So if you're tired of repeating the same circles, the only person who can change that course is you. So that being said, um, let's dive into what it means to honor yourself and to put yourself at the top of your list and to pour into your own cup. This became a major theme for me last year when I realized that I was allowing myself to remain unhappy because I was so busy putting other people first. One example of this is me often doing things to appease my parents, even if it wasn't really what I wanted to do. A lot of times we will agree to do things in order to keep the peace. For example, you might take on a greater workload at work because you don't want to lose your job and it's not worth the fight with your boss but that leads to more on your plate. And as we are all just here trying to balance everything we have going on in life, family, gym, school, extracurriculars, inevitably this adds up to one thing, taking time away from something else. So then what, you end up resentful at work or maybe towards your boss, maybe you're more stressed. Your kids want more time with you. Your spouse wants more time with you. You don't have time to go reading your book or running. Are you happy? Are you living in alignment? Are you living your truth? Are you pouring into yourself? I'm just going to go out on a limb here and say probably not entirely, right? (laughs) Honoring yourself means 
reaching out to your boss and saying, hey, listen, I really appreciate the offer. I would love to, but my plate is full enough as it is right now. I can't juggle a greater workload and I'm at max capacity. Thank you. That's it. <laughs> if you are not speaking your truth, you are not honoring yourself and you're not pouring into your own cup. You're allowing yourself to remain in a situation that brings you down more than it brings you up. As a first generation only child, a woman at that, two Middle Eastern parents, I can't tell you how many times I have had to put my foot down, even though in, in certain cultures, that's just not how things are done. I have had to set boundaries between myself and my mother, and I've had to have those difficult conversations that I never wanted to have, keeping up walls that I never wanted to keep up, because that's what it means to honor yourself. I looked at a situation and I asked myself honestly, is this how I want to keep feeling? Is this what I want to keep allowing? And if the answer is no, then the result might be the hardest decision that you've ever made. But if making it means that you feel aligned, then it just is what it is. I see so many people remain in unhappy relationships because breaking up is scary. Maybe they don't want to get back into the dating scene or their partner is comfortable after so many years or the fear of what could be is greater than the discomfort of what is. This is true for a lot of people. They allow fear to keep them stagnant. And maybe this part here is a little more woo-woo than I typically get, but honestly, every single time I have gotten over that fear and taken the leap to honor myself, the universe has always caught me. Do you guys remember my last episode? I went through a lot last year and I still feel like I came out on top. I left a relationship that fear kept me in. I started a business despite it. I maintained a 4.0 despite it. <laughs> I chose to honor alignment and myself, and it was hard. It was one of the hardest things I've ever been through. So was my divorce a few years before that. I cried a lot, both times. I felt like I was starting from scratch and rebuilding from the ground up. There was nothing but self-doubt. <laughs> I promise you no one was harder on me than I was. I struggled with imposter syndrome, with an identity crisis, a future crisis, all of it. <laughs> but honoring yourself means that you keep that trust in yourself and in your journey, no matter what tries to pull you from it. It means not letting anything pull you off your path if you truly believe in what you are doing. If you know that your next move is right for you with your whole heart, then it doesn't matter who tries to tell you it's not. <laughs> it doesn't matter what your partner thinks, what your parent thinks, what your boss thinks. Hell, I've even been in a situation where I felt like my therapist couldn't see me outside of her own personal bias. And she was an incredibly smart woman who made a very big impact on my life, but I still had to stop seeing her because I felt like she was judging me and I felt like I could no longer be fully authentic. And that right there, I suppose, is another key to honoring yourself. Transparency. A lot of people can't do that. <laughs> I mean, it was a work in progress for me too. Communicating transparently is so, so needed for a healthy relationship. And I refer to all relationships when I say this, work, family, all of that. You have to be clear and upfront about your intentions and your expectations, even if you think it's obvious or it doesn't need to be said. Because voicing these things leaves no room for error or misinterpretation. It eliminates all the, oh my bad, I didn't know, later on down the line. Because, yeah, you did. I told you from day one. <laughs> Honoring yourself means 
telling somebody what's going to fly and what's not going to fly. If I tell you I'm not answering work calls after 6 p.m., I mean that. If I tell you I will not be talked to that way, I mean that. I know what my boundaries are and I'm going to set them because I honor myself. And I know some of y'all out there have social anxiety or you don't like conflict and you're like, oh my God, I can't do that. But actually you can. (laughs) If boundary setting is new to you, start small. Pick one boundary that you feel comfortable setting, determine the expectation, and then follow through. For example, fill in the blanks, right? I feel blank when you do or say blank. If it happens again, blank. And then you follow through. It might not result in a resolution you want, but at least everything is out on the table and you're not suffering in silence. If something makes you uncomfortable, say so. If you want clarity on a situation, ask about it. If you want something, speak up. Closed mouths do not get fed. (laughs) I think transparency is the key to solving a lot of the interpersonal issues that we have. Imagine how many situations in your life could have been simplified if you had just said exactly what you wanted to say in that moment, you know? So now for me, it's nothing to just say things like, I'm not cool with this, or I need to ask this for clarity, or can you explain what you meant by that? And the more that you practice speaking your truth, the easier it gets. And it feels good to not have to carry those things around with you. I never have to wonder about what would have happened if I had just been honest, because I always shoot my shot. I always go for what I want, and I reject what I don't want, and I try to do that with as much integrity as I possibly can. I'm never going to allow myself to remain in a situation where I'm not happy, or my needs aren't being met, or I'm being disrespected. I make sure I follow what makes me ultimately happy, and what serves the vision that I see for myself in my future. That's what pouring into your own cup is about. Self-care is not just bubble baths and face masks and crystals even though y'all know I love all of those things, but they don't work if you're not also doing the work. It's not selfish to remove yourself from anything that's holding you back or making you feel bad about yourself. It's important work. And sometimes sometimes it can be really challenging because it means you have to hold yourself accountable and to a higher standard. It's not just about other people and their red flags. Sometimes you are the red flag. Sometimes it's you that didn't follow through with what you said you were gonna do. That's not honoring yourself, is it? Pouring into yourself means keeping your word. In fact, if you've ever read The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz, one of the four agreements is to be impeccable with your word. So if you say that you're going to do something, stick to it. If you need to set achievable, smaller goals that help you build confidence, do it. It'll help you follow through with your intentions. And sometimes it does require baby steps, but... Breaking a large goal into smaller steps makes it easier to achieve. Being self-aware of your patterns and doing the necessary work involved is required to break unhelpful cycles that are not in alignment for you. So if you find yourself going in circles or repeating the same mistakes in different ways, you owe it to yourself to stop and take a look at what's driving the pattern. You owe it to yourself to show up as your highest and best self in every avenue. You owe it to yourself to pour into your own cup. So that's my message for you guys. Um, You know, I like to keep these things short and sweet. So thank you guys so much for listening and for tuning in and for all of your support in the last year. Bright Soul actually recently turned one and it has been 
the most amazing thing that I've ever experienced. Um, coaching one-on-one clients and reading tarot and doing Reiki has taught me so much and helped me to evolve to the point where if I came across who I used to be, I wouldn't even recognize that girl. (laughs) I'd probably want to be your life coach though. So (laughs) if you guys are looking for some guidance on your journey, I definitely have open spots in my coaching program. If you have questions about that, please feel free to send me an email at natasha at brightsoulhealing.com. Um, Or you can also just view my website if you want to book a tarot reading or a Reiki session, or you can also join my Facebook group where I post every day. So if you're looking to connect more, that's a really good place to start. I hope you guys have an amazing day and I promise I won't make you wait another six months for an episode. (laughs) All right. Bye guys.